Hey, Susan. Hi, Mark. Uh, I think it's sandwich time. Do you guys want anything? No, thanks. Oh, no, thanks. I'm heading off soon. Okay. Oh, I can't even go into the fridge anymore without admiring this little one. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kayton Let's get the neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We overanalyze the most recent episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbours that went to air. We are in the PirateNet studios today, our usual stomping ground. I'm Vaya. Kate is back. I'm back from after a few weeks' absence. How have you been? I've been pretty good. I was down at back at the Anglesey Backpackers again and I'm back alive. That's good. <laughs> and we have a brand new guest, someone who was the first person to answer a call out I made on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just snorted and snot came out of my nose. It's, That's fine. it's valid. It's, well, every noise is welcome here. But I solicited on Facebook for the hottest mess I know. And Emily, within seconds, (laughs) like, I hadn't pressed post, and there you were. Emily Tahini, actor, comedic performer, singer, 12 other things that you're good at. (laughs) No, that's about it, I reckon. You've been on Sean McCullough's Mad as Hell for ages. Yeah. Various other sketch shows. You you starred in a movie called The Flipside. I did. And how can you possibly be a hot mess? (laughs) Well, I'm 42. I'm single, I'm in a lot of debt, and I'm renting an apartment in Brunswick that's too expensive, but it's beautiful. Um, so I feel like I'm a bit of a, and I don't know, something might have happened that day that I was just like, oh, I'm a hot mess. But none of those things will qualify you as a hot mess on really? Neighbours. No, no, everyone, no, everyone be... shares houses there. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, um, you're just entry level. Yeah, I'm entry mm-hmm. level neighbours. You actually I live use... in your, your own place as oh, opposed to Gazcan living with his mum. <laughs> Who's the guy that Robert Mills? Yeah, he lives with his um, his victims. When you said entry level, I thought you were explaining that I'm entry level into neighbours. You are no, no. Oh, in terms well, of hot messedness. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel better yeah, already. You'd be like I'm feeling citizen better. of the year there, man. So. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Do you just turn up and do your job? Yeah. No worries. You're heralded as one of the heroes of the joint. Well, the other day I accepted a present. No, I accept. So this bar that I go to way too much. Oh. The other day I walked in and the girl said she's just had a baby recently and she was like, thank you so much for the present. It's so cute. The little and the watermelons and, and, and I just thought she's normally not this nice to me. So I was shocked. And so I kind of went with it. And then before I knew it, I was accepting thanks for a gift that I never gave because someone had dropped off oh, this gift at the bar the, from an Emily and so she assumed she said we didn't know who it was and then I was like oh and then Jules said oh it must be M so thank you so much and then I just in my head I'm going okay you're doing this aren't you you're this accepting is, this this is where the curb your enthusiasm music starts <laughs> isn't it yeah so I've accepted that now but that is and what? I had to go there last night and then Jules behind the bar she's like I just said Jules I never gave her that present that wasn't me. And she said, well, you, what are you going to do? I'm like, um, what do you mean I'm going to do? I'm, I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> and she said, well, someone's going to come in. Like the other Emily is going to come in. And she said, we well, can't think of who it is. And I said, well, I think I'm safe for a, a little while. But anyway, hot yeah, mess. Yeah. I knew I was, this is right out of, I was doing. This is right out of the Ellie Brennan playbook. Mm. This is how she – because I wondered how she got in so deep. Because at any point when she she has builds her lies upon lies upon lies, little Pinocchio Ellie – 
I think just raise your voice at this point and I know, say this, she's had so many opportunities. <laughs> but you had Emily, you had the opportunity. Well, I did, but I could. Feel, it's weird because I could just feel myself doing it. I could. I was like, okay, you're you're about to lie. You're about to accept this. Are we doing this? Okay, we're doing this. We're running with this. And then it's too. Then it's it's like you're a cat on wet lino and you can't get out of the situation. <laughs> so, have you done improvisational comedy as well? Oh, I did spontaneous Broadway with. Colette Man. <gasps> oh, yeah. We did a season of Spontaneous Broadway, which is where you make up musicals on the spot. It's terrifying. Actually, I was a hot mess before the very first gig, like the very first time I did that. I was crouching down in a laneway and I rang my sister and I said, You have to come and get me. And she did. She came and she said, Okay. We will walk through this together. We will. I will take you to the theatre. We'll go backstage. I will wait with you until it is time for you to go on stage. And if you want to pull the pin, you pull the pin and I will get you in a cab. And I was <laughs> – my whole body was shaking. I was almost vomiting. It was just – and I'd done so much before. Like I'd been on lots of – I'd done Mad as Hell. I think I'd done two seasons of Mad as Hell. But something about, something about making up a – Musical on the spot was oh. just terrifying. It's scary to watch too. Yeah. You're like, what are they getting? Colette, they can't think of anything. Colette seems like like a really kind of generous person She's to perform lovely. with though. Like she – is she good she, like for helping She wasn't that? part of that um, uh. season. She came on later and she was equally as nervous. I mean she wasn't crouching mm. down in a laneway. <laughs> well, that we know. Herself, but but yeah. she was very nervous because I – we did a season at the Arts Centre of it and she – I think she was nervous. That's my memory. But we used to have a great time. In the like putting our makeup on before we went on stage, having jokes about how shit we think we are. Because yeah, that's the thing. You played probably hundreds by now of characters on Mad as Hell. Yeah, and I, I used to work on that production, and I used to see you in the hallway before or after. <laughs> and if you you'd either just caned it, or you're about to do a character that you've already smashed a hundred times and people loved, and you were still terrified. Going, terrified. Is it going to be okay? Is it going to be good? Did you think that, that was okay? Was that okay? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm a hot mess, an absolute hot yep. mess. Didn't you do something the other day with a neighbours alumni? Yes, I did. I well, I shouldn't say what it is because I That's think okay. it's all very confidential. That's all right. I only have a tiny role. Um, no, no small parts. But I no small parts. <laughs> <laughs> it was with Annie Jones. Oh, now Annie, I adored her when I was growing up watching Neighbours. So I was so excited. I was a bit nervous sitting opposite her at lunch. I was worried because I had this really bad. I've had this dry cough for ages and I was worried that I was going to have a coughing fit. And then she ended up, she was eating something and something went down the wrong way. And I was like, oh no, I've jinxed her. I've did, been worried Did about she it. happen to ring up in conversation that she revisited Plain Jane Superbrain recently on Neighbours? Uh, no. It was amazing. Oh, wow. And she was like perfect for Paul. Because you remember like back in the day, Paul, Paul was like Paul Robinson. Yeah, Paul Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Remember he was like her friend's older brother. So kind of he felt quite a bit older at the time, didn't he? Yeah, but he yeah. did. He doesn't seem to age. No, no. no. He's just not aging. Everyone else just catches up. <laughs> but now, now she was like the perfect love interest for him. So what happened? Because I didn't see that. Oh, he was still pining for Therese uh, and he couldn't commit Rebecca himself. Rebecca Therese. And so, yeah, so Rebecca, that took me ages to work out it was her. The other, yeah. I was like, is that Rebecca? And then I thought, is she, was she on Home and Away or Neighbours or both? Home and Away. But now her neighbours is doing this thing at the moment where we're we're just poaching all the summer bay mob. Yeah. Because Conrad Colby's about to come in the cast. He was on Home and Away. Jodie Gordon, Home and Away. Um, She's Ellie, right? Yeah. Yep. Did you watch it as a kid all through? Yeah. Yeah. All straight through? Awesome. I did. Until I went to boarding school. Whoa. Yeah. So probably till I was about 14. Till you got your 15. Hogwarts letter. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to leave the house. 
It's time to leave um, South Australia. South Australia. I used to watch Home and Away. I remember the very first episode of Home and Away. Bobby was running into a caravan through the bushes or something. But yeah, I did. I used to watch Neighbours back when Bouncer was a golden retriever. Or was he Labrador? more of a Labrador actually. And yeah. the Scott and Charlene era. <laughs> and Mrs. Mangles, you, Nell Mangles. You made that sound like the dog went through an identity crisis. <laughs> like, I don't identify as a Labrador anymore. I'm going to, if you guys could all just refer to me as a Jack Russell, that'd be great. <laughs> but actually, didn't you, Emily on the phone to me, you said you had a, a, an ex who called you Mrs. Mangles? Oh yeah, he used to call me Nell, Mangle, Nell Mangles. Because I'm, I like to know everyone's business. In my, so I was living in Fairfield in a block of units and I knew everyone and what everyone did and then there was, suddenly was an ice addict that lived downstairs i'd, I'd be yeah keeping and we had that. to call the police three times and he was being quite abusive to to someone downstairs that was in his apartment so we all just rushed out on the landing this one night it was particularly bad and everyone came out of their apartments just the women though no men mm. which was very interesting the police came he sped off in his car and so they didn't catch him and she was beside herself and then she was talking to the police. They took her away. Anyway, there was a family, there was a beautiful house next door and they had a beautiful kids. And I just, my ex was, Stephen, he was like, you are so desperate to get to know them. You just need to leave them <laughs> alone. Because <laughs> they looked really cool. They were a cool young couple and they had cool kids. And I was like, I need to get to know them. Anyway, I went out with Stephen one afternoon and he was dropping me back. The mother was out the front of the house. So I said goodbye to Stephen. He was gone in my mind. He was dead to me. I want to talk to this woman. So I sidled, we went over to her front yard and I said, oh, did you happen to hear what was going on last night? And she said, no, I didn't. I said, well, you, yeah, there's a very dangerous man who's living underneath and I'm, I'm surprised you didn't hear. She said, no, I didn't hear anything. Anyway, um, she wasn't giving me anything. I was like, damn. I just thought I was giving her some juicy goss and See, I was. if this was Ramsey Street, the ice addict would be back teaching biology at the local high school. Exactly. Well, who knows what he was doing? I don't know. I get home and I just, I get a message and it's a picture of Nell Mangles. So my <laughs> boyfriend had seen me do the whole thing. He's like, you are hopeless. So now in my other, where I live in Brunswick, um, there was an auction today and I was hiding from the auctioneer because I've got a balcony and so I was looking. <laughs> so I know what it was passed in for. Oh, good. And so there's a substation, like a, an electricity <gasps> sub voltage, like a high voltage substation. They drilled the, um, the sign that says it's a substation. They took it off. The real estate agents took it off so that the people who were bidding... <gasps> wouldn't know oh, anyway not they're okay. not okay so i'm going to be calling them Great. i don't know who to get call but REIV. i'm getting onto that tomorrow i can't wait no mangles mm. cannot wait to get onto yeah. that one but there was this woman and as i was leaving tonight and she was having a nosy outside and she said oh there's no sold sold sign so it didn't sell i said no it was passed in for 1.825 <laughs> and she said and then she said oh just one more thing that that is a that's like a buzzing that's a building. substation isn't it i said yes it is and they've taken the sign off she said <gasps> Not good enough. I said, no, it's not. But the, okay, two options, Neil Mitchell or the REIV. Neil Mitchell. What's the REIV? Oh, the Real Estate Institute of Victoria. You can make a complaint if, I you, will. if it was the agent. Usually I ring 774, ABC Melbourne. I know, it feels a bit... I've texted them about seven times. But what are they going to do? They're not going to be just outraged. For, for, these are just for different things. They'll just chat to you John about Fain it. will have a... He'll, find, he'll, he'll say, I'll, thank you, Emily, for your call. I'll get the producers onto that and we'll, we'll be in touch. But thank you. I'm, we're indebted to you. Could you imagine if there was um, – there'd be a lot of talkback radio on the goings-on of Ramsey Street since they're housing you a terrorist. You don't see them in their streets anymore. Like back in the day, you used to see them getting into their cars, 
So I, I think it's because you must have caught the episodes you watched, I think, were must have been a studio week mm. because we just oh. had, when Evil Millsy came back to take up residency in the street, they had a parade of all the residents. Literally every single member of every house was gathered in the cul-de-sac to oh, frown that, at him. And the Gazami um, engagement party was on the street. Yeah, they had, it looked like a master, <laughs> it looked like a master chef grim. challenge. Now, let's run through some Neighbours Council business. We're going to put a pin in Hot Mess Ellie because she's the bulk of what we're going to discuss in our deep dive. And I wasn't going to do an episode this week, but I was sitting there watching the tally last Thursday and my jaw fell open. And I'm like, we must we must cover this. It's I cannot let this week go by without discussing it. So we'll get to that. Neighbours Council business. The business again. Indie Podfest is happening. It's an independent podcast festival and I'm going to be a panellist on two panels. It's happening in July, July 12 to 14, but it, they're running a posable campaign because – or is it possible? Posible. Possible. It's a possible campaign. <laughs> posable. <laughs> I feel like I should have two Zs. Anyway, possible. They need to fund the festival because it's the first one and it's independently run. Literally two people have put this thing together and the lineup's already amazing. There's a whole heap of workshops that are happening, celebrating indie podcasters and there's a digital membership as one of the possible tiers of rewards. So even if you can't come, like a lot of our audience, you can buy a digital membership and then you get access to all the panel content. And I'm going to give away one of those digital memberships to one of our patrons on Patreon. So indiepodfest.com has all the info and we've got one month to raise the money. So Oh, and it's being, being held in Melbourne, isn't it? Yeah, Brunswick. Of course. <laughs> North side by side. Yeah. North side. Uh, if you're in, in Melbourne. Home. Or you can buy a digital membership or buy a sticker. And speaking of Patreon, I've been hammering it because if we get to 50 patrons, I said I'll do Neighbours Weekly again. What's the tally? What's the... That we're at 33. Oh, that's very close. And I check it quite frequently. And I get a thrill whenever I see a new one. New members, we have new patrons, Abby and Shauna the Grinch. Oh, it's not so grinchy now, no, are you, Shauna? Doesn't, it's not in line with your branding, Shauna, being so generous. Thank you. And I have, as requested by Ariel Kaplan last episode, I have added an Imogen Willis um, $100 level, which is obviously there for ornamental purposes. But if anyone feels the need, I, she oh. told me to add it, so I added it. Or Ariel's mum. <laughs> so patreon.com slash neighbours pod. And we have new members in the Neighbours Council, which is our Facebook discussion group. Just punch in Neighbours Council to Facebook and you'll find it. And I've got to say thank you to Winter, Councillor Winter, who did some sterling work explaining to our UK friends what a cattle station is, an outback cattle station. Which is what some like Americans would call a ranch. A ranch, yeah. yeah. And because all the internationals thought there's a new character that's joined who's probably veering for hot mess territory herself, but she spent a bit of time on the Abernathy, Abernathy, Abernathy station. Abernathy station. Abernathy. So is that Roxy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a piece of work. Yeah, they keep calling her Foxy Roxy and I keep trying to go down the alphabet to see what else I can call her that rhymes. Poxy? Poxy Roxy, yeah. Epoxy Roxy. (laughs) What does that mean? Is it glue? Yeah, epoxy is glue. Oh, so um, the UK people didn't know what a... um... They thought thought she'd been hanging around the bloody train tracks. (laughs) No. Oh, like station, as in a railway station. Train spotting. See, my thing when they were saying Abernathy Station, I thought, oh, it's just a really poxy nightclub like Chasers or something like that. (laughs) Like, I I just thought it was a dodgy nightclub. It's not a great name because normally it's things like, you know, on McLeod's Daughters it was Drover's Drover's Run. Run It doesn't really roll off the tongue. And also it doesn't sound like a place you go to for a raging good time. To someone's farm. To make Melbourne look boring. Yeah, okay, guys, it's mulesing season. (laughs) (laughs) 
And one more thing I've got to plug is Night Terrace, the sci-fi comedy that's airing currently on the BBC, BBC Radio 4 Extra. It's all on bbc.co.uk. And the lead character is voiced by Jackie Woodburn. And I'm doing a podcast about it called On the Terrace, which you just punch that into your podcast app and it'll come up. We're up to episode three. It's about to drop and it's my favourite because it's a spoof of a show I actually worked on. So that's a which show? great time. Episode three is called Time of Death and it's a spoof of Miss Vicious Murder Mysteries. <laughs> and which I didn't realise until we went to record the episode about it. So I had to like recap a show that was taking the piece of a show I worked on. So it was a great yeah. time. So nightterrace.com or just look up On the Terrace. Please let me know what you think because I've never done someone else's show before and – Oh my God, Emily, the first time I recorded, the first session, we recorded a couple at once and I came home and just cried for an hour. I was like, <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Because when you're not in control. No, I know <laughs> what you mean. Oh, it's the worst. But then you just have to let it go. It was you? lovely. You're, better, you're fine after a sleep and then you hear it back. It's, it's great. Fine. It's great. I wonder what you were <sighs> such a hot mess about. I do feed off of feedback. If, if anyone wants to throw some my way, it's Just welcome. by the by, I think I did an episode of that yes. night, Terrence. I was going to ask you, but I couldn't remember which one. And I was a hot mess that day too because <laughs> I'd been at the Adelaide Cabaret Festival and I had a massive hangover and Lee Zachariah I wasn't driving at that stage oh that's the other thing like I've only just learned to drive at 42 I mean that's not right no it's not right my partner just learnt got his license too at age 40 yeah okay he's a laughing stock of our community did it take him long apart from 40 40 40 years years. (laughs) like when he when he Um, started having lessons he was on his L plates with me for about a year uh, a year and a half to two years he just took we took it nice and slow yeah but those, those were two years of me clutching that It took dashboard. me two years and then I had to get it for the film I was in. Oh. And I'd been – I had this driving instructor and he was he was kind of like my relationship coach. As well. We'd just talk about my relationships all the time and he told me to freeze my eggs. That's one thing he told me. He's like, you, 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 no, you should freeze your eggs. You should just get it. And Is he a fertility specialist? <laughs> wow. No, he wasn't. He was just giving me – he was just worried that I was going to miss the boat. And Is that the stuff you can worry about, bud? Like, Yeah, yeah. I had to get it for the film and I just rang him up and I said, Paul, we've got to step this up. And he's like, oh, no, I'm so stressed. <laughs> You're draining my life. And I'm like – can, I can imagine him now, that yeah, voice. That sounds yeah. like my driving instructor from 20 years ago who used to go – Actually, the first one, when I learned manual and then rage quit. Oh, yeah. Then I terrifying. rage quit and then I went to auto. But the manual instructor was like, I was terrified. And he goes, see, who's who's in that car in front of you? Uh, another driver? No. Nobody. Who's in the car behind with me? <laughs> behind you. I'm like, nobody? It's like, yep, nobody. And who are you? Everybody. That's what? what? That's what I was going to say. A girl has no name. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be motivational speech. And you know, he's, he's saying he's pulling that out for every... <laughs> Every kid is teaching. Anyway, I quit. Anyway, now, okay, business out, deep dive, Thursday, May 2. We're going to hop straight into the hot mess situation. And I think she's actually graduating to dumpster fire, Ellie. The Neighbours Council is strategizing on some new names, but. Have we got a song that we can squeeze dumpster fire into? <laughs> this girl's a dumpster fire. Old mate, Mrs. Ellie Brennan, as she now immediately has changed all her documentation to reflect her new married name. I, that's, that is like peak Ellie, that she would have like... She would do that, yeah. yeah. Especially when she had a disaster of a wedding. Di- soapy level disaster wedding. And that still did not deter her 
She's like, oh, no, well, we still signed the paper. I'm still Mrs. Brennan. I think we have to actually just give you a tiny bit of backstory on why it was so bad. We'll do a little potted history. She banged her husband's sister before the wedding. She banged her husband's sister. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a modern era. Whoa. Was she drunk? Always. Always frequently. Yeah. Wow. So they, okay. This is Jack on Twitter said, I stand hot mess Ellie. First, she sleeps with her husband to be's sister, then goes on a bender, sleeps with her ex's brother and gets pregnant, then steals her husband's dead baby's ultrasound and pretends it's hers. But why would then she take his name? Because she's that, surely that's going to remind she, her of the look, sister. She's going to have the same name as the sister too. Ellie is married now, okay? All right. She's got a man in her life and she's a success, okay? And she needs everybody to know that she's found a man who is wanting to be with her forever. Forever. Yeah. So therefore I'm going to change Basic my name. Basic bitch. And when I'm going to have children and I want my children to have my husband's name. But, oh, hang on. Well, oopsie-daisy. Now, clearly they wanted... She and Chloe had a little frisson and they wanted to explore that, the writers, and um, that was great, a great time and the fans got involved. But then they went, but how are we going to have – we have got to have repercussions from an affair. Yeah. And the only one we can think of is a pregnancy. So we'll just quickly have her be a hot mess. Her husband finds out, kicks his sister out. <laughs> are they talking at all now? Sure. She's moved across the road and they haven't spoken. Okay. They awkwardly well, bumped awkward. into each other in the cafe and that's it. Ellie immediately found out she was pregnant. So Mark, was, who is just jonesing for a bub, he's clucky. Policeman he's, Mark. He's a bit of a psychopath. How so? Well, because he can't stop looking at that ultrasound. It's off. <laughs> it's like, what are you t- it's, it's too wet. It's too much. It does, it does, it looks Back like, off. It looks like an amoeba, like jelly. jelly. Yeah, it's not. He's, as, they, as the kids say on the internet, he's thirsty AF. <laughs> <laughs> he's baby thirsty. Um, which is actually refreshing because usually in society, it's the, the woman who starts getting clucky. But I'm enjoying seeing a, a man. All he wants is a baby. He but is that only because he's got a dead baby in yeah. his past? Well, no, he was ham- he was really hanging out to get a kid before then. Okay. All um, that he wants is another baby. <laughs> Just one that he can keep this time. So he had, yeah, there was a surrogacy issue. It ended in a late-term miscarriage for some reason. The surrogate mother kept a hat box full of memorabilia just to... Sh- that hat box <laughs> is hilarious. Oh, so sorted out the stuff of Sonia's that you guys packed up too. This stuff relates to Caitlin. Oh, do you want me to give that to Mark? The weirdest thing about this is that she wouldn't have given Mark that photo already of the ultrasound. At the very least, they go, we're, we're doing a blended family situation here. Yeah. Scan me two copies, mate. Or, yeah, Exactly. You know, I there's just, so many options. Just then, I went through my phone and found the photo I took of my daughter's ultrasound back in 2014, and then another one from my son's ultrasound. A lot has changed in technology in that time space. Back in the day, you'd get a printout. Now they just send you a soft copy. So it's I don't know. I think with baby Caitlin's time, it would be a soft copy. Did you print it out at all? Oh, look, second time child. I'm afraid <laughs> I don't get that. Okay, my sister has nine children and that's a lot of ultrasounds to put on a fridge. <laughs> and, and that's a confronting image to see a lot of. <laughs> and my one of the older children was kind of not very happy with her last couple of babies. Like she was like, okay, mum, this is enough. Our family's too big. We can't fit into the car. It's getting embarrassing at school. And that's how she would let the other kids know that there was another baby coming was by putting an ultrasound oh, on the fridge. No. Anyway, she put it on the fridge one day and this kid burst into tears. But everyone's great now. Everyone, no, they're really 
They're a gorgeous family. We had a question on the council this week as to whether parents could tell the difference between ultrasound photos. Oh, yes, Sarah was asking. Okay, so I thought I'd show you. This is one child. Oh, is one. This is this is at twelve the twelve week scan. Okay. So this now, is where they start looking like babies this, instead of like now, proto dinosaurs. Are you showing us baby imagine baby Harold? Yes. And I've met both of these children. I'm gonna say we'll call this one A and the next one B. Mm-hmm. I think B is imagine A is Harold. Yes. Well, it is, but you can see that's obviously a photo of a printout as well. This one versus the oh, beautiful soft copy. Oh, I can't okay. tell the difference because ha- I've never met them, so I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't be able. But to But I think his face shape. Yeah, I, I think I would be a bit like Mark Brennan in this scenario if I didn't know things from a bar of soap. However, if you show me that right now, yeah. baby Harold, and I'm seeing that and something happened a year ago and I was staring at that for a long time mm. and someone brings that back out again, that I would totally recognize. I'd be like, hang on a minute, this looks just like that last ultrasound photo I had a year ago. But Unless well, he has I, that facial recognition thing where he can't oh, tell. Yeah. He's Although, a cop, though. Also, He's a shit cop. It was the um, frame that it was in, like one of those. Mm, which you don't get. Which the cardboard. Yeah. They, they don't. The they cardboard. Get. I mean, the art department's done a great job there. <laughs> but, I mean, surely that would be a bit of a. But they, then I guess he thinks, oh, maybe every um, radio. What, what, what are they called? Uh, sonography. Scanning, yeah. Sonography place yeah. has a. You know, maybe he thinks that's well, the look, Maybe this is special exclusive photography, like star shots, but for yeah. fetuses. Yeah. They do a special package. Yeah, you don't get those frames. I don't know where she's no. going. It's Erin's Rower Hospital. It's another dark day. When she cut the top of it off, I just I knew she was going to – well, that was my thought when I first – I was just, oh, that's easy. Just snip mm. the – you know, when they did the close-up mm. of the, the old name. But then she threw it in the bin. In the kitchen bin. What is happening with the bin? Because then – I was like, well, that's a rookie mistake. I would eat that bit of paper. It wasn't <laughs> yes, big. Yeah. yeah. It, it's going to be like gone. Or, or burn it. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's paper, I put it in the Bakashi bucket Actually, for some composting. It's um, thermal paper anyway. All she has to do is get like a like a match out to just bring out the colour in it. and then one of, one of Roxy's Zambuka, flaming Zambuka shots. Exactly. <laughs> and then the toy. Let's unravel this for a minute. So, okay. Her marriage went to hell. She slept with Rando at a bar who turned out to be Evil Millsy's brother her first pregnancy was a false positive on the pregnancy test. So meanwhile, she got re-knocked up by this rando and went, ah, well, Mark's going to let me be Mrs. Brennan. No, he's, he, was a, he was a good-looking brunette guy with blue eyes. So he knows about the miscarriage. Um, well, it wasn't a miscarriage. So the, the, the miscarriage from the photos, baby Caitlin, was like two years ago. Oh, dead Sonia. Oh, with dead Sonia. Cody's wife was oh, going to be so, the surrogate. Okay, so um, Ellie hasn't had a miscarriage, but she did that, but just at a different time. <laughs> oh, okay, so she's had one too. Right. And then, but it's the, very common. Statistically, the it's first, very common. <laughs> but the first one came up negative. Yeah, so the, when she thought it was Mark's baby, it was yeah. she'd taken a sleeping pill and it messed up the pregnancy test and it oh, said, okay. You've got a baby. No joke. Sorry, you don't. And But she never told him that she didn't. Um, no. She didn't find out until she went in for a blood test. Was yeah, it? just for yeah. a doctor's appointment. Okay. And then are like, No. Nah. And she had all my bugalugs, hot mess Leo, who was there saying, oh, just don't tell him, mate. Well, Well, hot mess Leo can't be trusted because he's out with Foxy Roxy. (laughs) But the reason she, the pregnancy is the only reason why he took her back. If if she wasn't pregnant, he'd dump her ass he, he has an, straight um, away. They okay. haven't consummated this marriage, I've got to say. See, she kept on trying to bang him after he took her back saying, oh, you know, I've got cravings for and, a bit of debt mech. And he, he came in, he tried to put the moves on, they went, sorry, I can't touch you, I can't look at you. Yeah, I don't want to touch you ever again. Well, then how is it possible for the baby to be his? 
Um, because they're dating it to back before the wedding. Oh, before the wedding, when everything was roses. Okay, right. And before he took off on the run, because so this yeah. child, according to him, is a lot further along than yeah, so he the seven weeks that she actually is. Exactly. So he's thinking it's twelve weeks, but it's only seven weeks. You haven't checked the calendar, have you? Mm-mm. Have I missed something? We are at the end of the first trimester, which means time for an ultrasound. Wow. At this stage, it's very noticeable. It's going to be very noticeable because <laughs> that baby is going to be born and look nothing nothing like and Mark Brennan. And it's going to just be a dry piece of toast because that's what Sean is. But that's, that's Brennan. No it's Mike Brennan all over. That's true, you're right. He's developed beyond toast. Brennan's more of a catcher these days, I think. Do you think their marriage will survive if oh, she... Heck no. If she comes, to, you know, tells the truth? In no way will... In, in no permutation the of always this comes out in the end. She, you know, that woman at that bar <laughs> is going to find out <laughs> I never gave her child a present. You know what's different? And I'm prepared for that. Oh, so she, Dippy, Rebecca, has brought around this box of memories. Ellie, opportunist, grabs the photo and Mark assumes, in her defence, Mark assumes. Yes, he just came over her shoulder in a mid-shot and... <laughs> <laughs> and said, "What's that? Oh, it's is that a- our baby? Oh, wow! This is so amazing." These days, everything's soft copy. All she had to do was hop on the internet, and I'm sure there's actually oh, um, she could have just scanned faked? generators yeah. that yeah. like would just put your name in here, and yeah. yeah, bang, done. There'd be a lot of scams. That there's probably a booming business for mm-hmm. people sorting go. out scammers. Call up Willow. If she can do like a fake ID, then this ultrasound will be super easy. <laughs> now, there's so many. It's an actual web of lies that I actually am having trouble keeping track of. At the ultrasound appointment, she keeps telling Fibs to put Mark off the trail, like, don't come with me, don't come with me. I've got a lot to deal with. She thinks he's at work. She runs to the clinic, to the Erinsborough Hospital, and he arrives just as she's about to go in. And she does this weird fake, like, pretending she's already been to the appointment and trying to, like, get the hospital staff to be in an improvised sketch with her. Like... Thank you, Doctor, for your seeing me and the today. the Doctor doesn't say anything doctor miraculously. Doctor does not, yes, and her. <laughs> yes, she doesn't run with it. Ellie Brennan? Dr. Dietrich, thank you so much for today. We'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah? Um, why, why was she calling you back? In, in Spontaneous Broadway, if you were the Doctor, what would you have... If, you, if yes, I'd been so like... I'll, you'd I'll pick up, you'd say, yes, uh, thank you. Um, if I, if I say, said to you, I'll be Ellie. Kate, you're the receptionist. Okay. Uh, um, Mrs. Brennan, uh, this is one nodding from, um, Mrs. Brennan, uh, the doctor's waiting to see you. No, yep, I'll, I'll call you later about rescheduling this and then you come out. Um, uh, Ellie, I'm ready to see you now. Oh, yeah, thanks so much for, um, seeing me. It was a great appointment. I'll talk to you later next week. Okay, great. As arranged. (laughs) (laughs) That was really bad. But what you didn't but see, you what people see didn't see. I was see. crying in a lane way before my first improv. But in your eyes, your eyes were like fully processing everything yes. that that entailed, like the repercussions of you going with that lie. <laughs> but she didn't even try. No, she but she obviously knew something was going on. She's like, okay, and wandered back into her room. I'm, I just feel and like then... she was being sensitive to potential domestic violence <laughs> issues there. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe. Fair. And he's in his police uniform. So if she didn't know that he was her husband. She thought she was in a bit of trouble. She might have thought, yeah. Okay, well, I just, you know, felt fine. That's explained away. Dippy then at the cafe is like, hey, Mark, did you get that special thing in the hat box? Oh, my Lord. 
this is where I start to get. And I then, start a type of ventilate. And then what did she? What was her excuse? What did she say? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to show I it to, to you. Show him the box. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I forgot to tell you. Um, Dippy dropped off a, a box of things for you. Um, oh. Sorry, I completely forgot. Oh no, don't be silly. Uh, but there is something special in there. I'm sure Sonia would want you to have. Okay, what is it? Actually, why don't we wait until we get home? Also, like, what? Dippy? Like, seriously? Like, it was his private box to go through, not for you to, like, it, call it, out something It wasn't it. a fun box. It wasn't a fun. No, it's sad. It's what else was in there? There was a rug. There was a rug and a toy. Sad dead baby Some, things. Yeah, dead baby things. <laughs> Here's your hopes and dreams. Oh. <laughs> um, so, it has, gets him back to the house and then he's like, what's the special thing? And he's rooting around through the box going, okay, it's just baby stuff. And, it, and then he looks so disappointed. But Dippy said there was a special, why is there no special thing? <laughs> Where's the special thing? Where's the special thing? Well, the special thing is that I've lied. The special thing is a big fat lie. The special thing is on the fridge, bigger than it should be. And... I still look at that photo and think you should have trimmed the bottom of it too because he's going to go, why has it got a white border around three sides? Because she's assuming he's not going to pull it out of the Mm. cardboard frame. But where is her conscience? That is his dead baby's ultrasound. Here is where I think she's a sociopath because she now that doesn't register with her really. She kind of hesitates a little bit like, oh, this is heavy if I run with it. But Mm. this is going to cover my ass. She's not traumatised by... Parading the dead baby around. No, she's not. I don't. I, I, I cannot wait till he finds out. He's gonna. When he found out that she slept with his sister, he screamed the street down, and it was delightful. Oh, okay, great. Oh, that's good. But he's like, I'm in. So, do, because there's one more episode after the one we're talking about now. So he doesn't find anything in the bin because you know the, the you know the um, he, he's a neat freak. That little well. toy that she then went and must have bought so, after she went to come clean to what's her name to dippy she's good like dippy's she goes i'll go around to dippy and get the special thing and dippy gives her the side eye like what are you talking about and, <laughs> and she's sitting there and she was sweating and i don't know whether it was just makeup that hadn't powdered her down enough or whether it was whether well, she let them, she's like leave me like this leave me like this because i, I want to see them and then she said so i was thinking maybe i could replace it with something special but everything was in the box. Yeah, no, no, I mean something new, maybe. So somehow between that meeting and going back to Mark while he's cooking the dinner that she wanted. Rice dish. Her, cra- her cra- rice, rice craving. Um, she's gone to a store, presumably a servo. I feel, I feel like it's a 24-hour florist so. or something. It was a pretty shit toy. It was a really shit it toy. It was like a little beanie baby size. But then she bear. took the tag off that and put it in the bin and I thought they're making a big uh, thing of uh, this bin. How often do they... Clean their like take the bins and I've got to say I've recently embraced a zero waste lifestyle and my kitchen bin is down to that size that small size right so I really respect the Brennan household for cutting down on their household waste but he's cooking dinner presumably he's put mm. stuff in the bin yeah I mean I just wonder whether he's going to see stuff in the bin and that's how he's going to find typically out. it's the bloke's job to put the bins out typically and, it's, and they're the only two people living in the mm. house which is very strange for neighbours yeah as well. they must have a lot of money. She's bad at craft for a teacher, I've got to say. Teachers are usually much better at craft, arts and crafts. And what about Dean? Or maybe Dean oh, blows it. Okay. okay, why? Dean, okay, so. So, as a, in recent times, Neighbours has got a pretty strong history in providing shitbag boys to Name. the streets. Oh, shitbag boys. I yeah, thought you were so talk they're all about basically, if we're talking about a shitbag, they'll be, yeah. There's yeah, been about I, seven in the last two years. Well, well the I'm previous just, one was shitbag Jaden. 
Yeah, Jaden. Oh, that's good. But that's current. But Dean, mm-hmm. Dean's like the, from that name hasn't been used since Dean the Cage. He should be like in a flannelette shirt and yeah. um, desert boots. Dean's in the wrong era. Yeah, unless it's like Dean with an extra e in the. And name, I don't believe it? that that doctor has called her son Dean. I don't believe she went through maybe, a maybe nine month a family Dr. Name. Dietrich at that. Mm. You'd think it was some kind of Aryan. Dean Dietrich. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's Dean Marnie. Yeah, she, one of them. See, she wasn't because in a she's hurry. She's an independent woman yeah, and yeah, she didn't go with this. She's like, she I'm not going to be Mrs. Marnie. She, you know what? She's not the saddest bitch in Aaronsboro. The saddest bitch in Aaronsboro just wants to love and be loved in return. Yeah, so yeah, Ellie's gone to the florist, bought this little bear, says to Mark, this is the special thing. One of Sonia's old friends gave her a toy for the baby. Why does it say Happy Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> it does look like something that like a 16-year-old boy would give his girlfriend and, and the thoughts that it might be romantic. I, th- I think I'd look at that and go, I don't think it's safe for a child let's, to touch. Let's, no, that's too small for a, mm. for a baby to have. Let's brainstorm though. Pretend you told the 27 lies to get you to this point. What would you go and buy to put in the box? This is a fun game. Oh, yeah. What would you put in the box to make Mark think that was the special thing? Oh, and okay, so it's in the evening. It's baby related. So we're, yeah. we're, so we're basically, we're at a supermarket or, <laughs> or a servo or the 24-hour drug um, florist. Or the 24-hour Kmart in Campbellwell, Campbellfield. Oh. I wouldn't go and buy anything. I would write a letter. Oh, yes. I would write a letter from the perspective of the dead woman what's her name Sonia Sonia Sonia, Sonia R.I.P. you know when mothers write letters to the babies oh, the dreams and hopes they're about to have I used to for like a year in year seven I used to write my diary as if my future daughter was going to read it and I'd give it different names oh. so cringe <laughs> cringe so, so cringe and then after a few months of reading back on it I'm like this is weird what was her name I don't want it it's oh, please, too embarrassing please go on <laughs> one of them was Elizabeth because I used to, because I have a weird name. I used to yeah. always like, and I think one of them was Sarah. I used to love really normal names. Yeah. I was obsessed with them. And Laura, I liked for a while. Anyway, but then after a few months, I'm like, this is saddest bitch in Erinsborough territory. I'm gonna, just going to write straight. No addressing it to anyone. I don't know why I'm here at this story, but. but um, it's, not, it's the night of hot messes. Yeah. Ooh, I had a Cabbage Patch doll. You know how they come with a certificate? Yeah. Yep. And they choose the name yep. for you. Mine was Desiree. Oh, and like the I, potato. I was furious. Oh, my God, Emily. Absolutely furious. So I wrote to them. Oh, and I asked. <laughs> really? <laughs> I got the name changed. Yes. And talk about plain names. Yes. I went with Emma Jane. Yes, listen to, listen to this. I got a, be- I had a beautiful Cabbage Patch doll with golden curls and loved her. And the birth certificate name was Raphael Nelson. Nah, and it was clearly that's like a, a tent. That's a tent. Isn't that she a tennis player? Like, and I know gender's very fluid these days. Back in the nineties, you knew it was a girl doll or a boy doll. She had long, big ponytail and like a purple jumpsuit. Anyway, she was not Raphael. Raph. I. But back in the day, they actually had certificates which they came with that were official name change but forms. You, yes, so you had to send them off. Oh, and, and maybe I did, I did that. Yes. I think and they would have. They would have put it through oh, as a name cause, change because oh. I, I had Deadpool. I had twins. They came in a twin box. You got twins. Check yes. the privilege. Oh, how much get... money did your parents have? Kate. Okay, can I add? They were twins, and I also had three others as well. What? But they were singletons. I had singletons. But, as but well. I, I renamed the twins Tiffany and Julian. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tiffany and Julie. 
<laughs> Tiffany and Julian is better than Emma Jane. So you know what I called mine. Speaking of the names I just mentioned, I called her Laura Beth. <laughs> oh, it's just a little house on the prairie. Laura Beth. <laughs> Laura Beth. I've never seen anyone so beautiful yeah, as you, Laura Beth. She's in the cupboard under the stairs now. A letter from okay that Emily's putting in a letter. Kate, what are you going to put in? Oh, you know what I would do? This is in Vaya Pasha's life. My mum is a mad crocheter. Pop brown to mum's, grab a beanie. She's probably already got some in stashed. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Knitted, hand-knitted beanie. You go, Sonia took up crochet, did some YouTube tutorials, whipped this up for baby Caitlin. Here you go. Actually, that that is, that is genius because I <laughs> would be yeah, Then I'd go up to the 24-hour Kmart near here, <laughs> find something that looks feasibly handmade and yeah. then pass it off as, yeah. 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 Has and to be just, handmade. Just get a texture and write baby it. Caitlin on it. <laughs> to change the Kmart so it says Caitlin. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Now, this episode is hemorrhaging with content because then we get to her first day back at school after she was And she sacked. got that job like that. Yeah, Arnie Suze is the principal. First trimester hit me like a bloody ton of bricks. It is exhausting. You're growing a placenta, basically, plus, right. a, plus a baby. But it, you're growing a whole new organ. I was exhausted and all El- the time. She and Ellie's, a new job. I slept most of it. And Ellie's liver's already working overtime to just cleanse that oh system. God. And there's no She's morning the sickness. Now. She's not sick at all. No, she? only when it convenient strikes her. Oh. No, it's because Mark's got her on the ginger teas. 24-7. Oh, Mark is a pest. <laughs> I would tell him to stick his ginger tea up his, yeah. Why, why, why isn't Mark on the block doing the police rounds? On his, on his beat. There's a lot of time off. On his beat, that's it. Because he's, he's not a good cop. He's a good mechanic, not a good cop. Now, she's back at school. She's performing her discipline, disciplinary practices and shitbag Dean comes on in. In please, Dean. Yep, on it. Now, please. Relax. Excuse me? Fun police much. Well, let's see how much fun you have in detention. He's nailing, snivelling, don't you reckon? His haircut's pretty extreme. It's quite angular. Early early 90s, do you reckon? And what's with, was he sitting cross-legged on the desk? He was, wasn't he? Like, he's very arrogant. He he looks a bit like a a Hey Arnold cartoon character. (laughs) He's very angular like that. He's persnickety because Ellie's threatening him with detention because he didn't put his aluminium can in the bin. So Erinsborough High's recycling programs, leaving a lot to be desired anyway. He's griping all through English class and Gashvi, who's repeating because she didn't get good we marks. Have to, we have to She's have someone dance. repeating. And poor kid, she let her do a trade. Like she does oh, not want to be know. at school. Yeah, and there's a lot of people do that these days, and she, it's so much better. And for she them. wanted to be a footballer and didn't make the draft. But how humiliating as an eighteen-year-old. To hop back in your school dress and go back to school. Like, at least send her to, like, a... A tech school. Well, yeah, just somewhere where she can do year 12 dress like an adult. Yeah, yeah. I've got a relative that goes somewhere where you can do oh, yeah, carpentry and bricklaying and, like, learn practical skills that are more to your style. Anyway, and she, but she's got a big mouth and says, oh, be, be nice to Mrs. Brennan. She's, she's having a tough she's time. She's got a lot on. Who, and she, her parents are the ones that lives with live with Toadie, right? Yeah, Toadie's yeah. brother-in-law and brother oh, and sister-in-law. Brother. So that I, that's very. All those scenes are distracting because I'm I'm like that's my friend's husband. Oh, who? Toadie, uh, Nicholas. Oh, but, oh, no, oh, P- Puffer Fisher, Becky. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's my friend's husband. Wow, is yeah. your friend a performer as well? Yeah, she is. Is she a famous one? Yeah, she was on Matatel last season of Matatel. She's a jack of all trades. She's amazing. She's a writer. What's and her a, name? Um, Mingju Hai. Oh, she's stunning. Yeah, she's amazing. She was amazing. on um, XPM. 
no, not yeah, XPM. Yeah, XPM. XPM. And yeah. um, no, not the, uh, the one with Claudia Carvin as a lawyer. She was in that show. Too. Oh, what was that? Newton's Law. Newton's Law. Newton's Law. Um, she yeah, oh, she's amazing. But she's a writer and director. A stunning and... little couple. Yeah, yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, so that was very distracting. So I'm like, I know him. I know him. What do we find out where, uh, when Ellie goes to get her real scan at the hospital, Kate? Oh, the old mate shitbag is the son of the doctor. Dr. Dietrich. Who's Dr. Impoverished, impoverished Dietrich, who is sending her child to Erinsborough Hyatt rather than Eden Hill's grandma. Yeah. Mm. I mean, what do GPs make these days? And, oh, she's an obstetrician. Oh, yeah. She's, actually, I feel they actually handled the issue of her Ellie not being truthful to Mark in terms of the doctor. I feel she handled that pretty well, like going... Is everything okay? My husband isn't the biological father. He doesn't know that yet. I won't reveal anything beyond what you tell your husband yourself. My priority is to deliver a healthy baby for you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I thought that was yeah. good. She was kind yeah. of protecting Ellie, like you, just going, oh, fucking, this is a dumpster fire. She said, I'm more concerned about you. Mm. Yeah. Usually Erin's hospital leaks like a sieve, so that was very impressive. Mm. However, she wouldn't have left that fire. She left the file out. For the well, sun to see. It's another dark day. And she said, hospital. Oh, we go into my office. It's not an office. It's a mm. consulting room. Mm. It's a very different thing. And there was the file that he could just it's, It is so appalling. Easily. And I thought she could have tried a little harder to get Ellie some therapy. There's a Beyond Blue poster in the background. Like she was like side-eyeing Ellie, but ne- she could have hammered it a bit harder. Like this is going to go to shit if you don't mm. start talking to some people soon i actually feel in terms of a first appointment that she would say to ellie oh so tell me a bit about yourself what what do you do for a job oh i'm a teacher at the local high school oh which school erin sparrow high oh that's where my son attends yes connect the dots on that that i was genuinely shocked i did not pick that twist that they were mother and son he he does seem like too much of a shitbag but then hang on shitbag Jaden. his mum was counselor sue Parker? Sue Parker from the golden era of Neighbours. Oh, who? Nosy Sue Parker. Oh, Nosy Sue Parker. Yeah, she came back as the yes. mayor. And always bring Oh, yes, the, I remember. Yeah. 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 yeah, so she came back, same actor, to play Sue Parker again. Oh, wow. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that kid's out of school, but he could have repeated. I just wish they'd brought back. I mean, I guess they couldn't bring back. They needed to have a doctor and have the doctor have a son. Or did they just decide for him to be the son that for this convenient it was convenient, so. but I it worked. They the um pulled they pulled the rug, rug out from under me, and then now he's got a he wants to blackmail yeah Ellie to give him top marks, and it seems she's going to let him. I'm not doing detention or the assignment you gave me, but I want you to give me an A for it. Just sit down and do the assignment. Do you really want your husband to know you've been lying to him? How do you think he'll react? Pardon? My mum's your doctor. I looked in your file. What? That's a, that's illegal. She's a fucking idiot, isn't she? She really needs to like, see someone. Like she needs stage. a therapist. Are there therapists in Erinsborough? Er- no, is no there there's, there's people that an existing character too. that's a therapist? I might ring. I might see if I can audition to be a therapist because she needs – you're right. You'd be great. I would, I've auditioned twice for Neighbours and I've never – Can you say which part? No, it was years ago. I can't even remember. Oh. But I had to go to Nana Wadding. Oh, well, yeah. Getting there on public transport That's, is a real oh nightmare. Yeah, it's not like on Neighbours where it seems like public transport's decent out there. It was at Nana Wadding and it was, yeah, a pain. Give me the voice you would do if you were a therapist on Neighbours because you've got a few in your arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and Vaya, what brings you here today? I just had, had a wedding and I've had two affairs since the wedding and I'm, now I'm pregnant and my, it's not my husband's baby and my husband and I haven't had sex since before the wedding. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. 
That's a lot. You've got a lot going on. That's a lot going on, isn't it? Okay, so let's let's. What's the the most pressing concern right now? Um, my husband needs a photo because he, the ultrasound dates are all mixed up. Okay, and what would happen if he knew the truth? Do you think the ground would open and I would fall into? The hole that led me to the centre of the earth. Well, Vaya, we know that's not going to happen, don't we? Can you see how that's a bit irrational? Hang on, sorry. As a side note, it is Aaron's Barrett. This could happen. <laughs> oh, this is fun. They, she needs Doctor M needs to go in there. Yeah, but I've I been gunning. I've been gunning to... for a psych to be on that show forever. The closest we got was a priest that someone would talk to every now and then. Oh, and that really? was no good. <laughs> Mm, priests aren't really cool these days. Mm. Oh, and he wasn't. That's the thing. They, tried, they, they cast an attractive young man as a as the priest. It's and not it like just... Father Brown or the Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, there was no edge to him. He right. was just a round ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the moment when Dean actually blackmailed Ellie, Ellie should have just said, I'm telling your mum right now and she'll get you to shut up, otherwise she'll lose her medical license. Yes. And then you can suck it, mate. Yeah, that's the obvious, that's the answer. Which she does, she half says it, but you've got to commit. Everyone's got to watch the movie Raising Helen. If you're going to be a parent or if you're going to be around kids, the movie Raising Helen, Helen's a hot mess, Kate Hudson's a hot mess, but then all the neighbours that are good parents are like, she's like, what do I do? You say, because I said so. Like, you just say it. Oh, she's got a credit card, take it off her. What do I say? You go, I'm taking your credit card. Like, you've got to be forceful. Yeah. You've got to be firm. Ellie had, she was too soft in that moment, in that exchange. She was too soft. But I think it's ambiguous as to what she's going to. Well, the next episode that you didn't see, Emily, is (laughs) delightful because Dean upped the ante and he added to his list of demands. He said, I'm going to some shitty camp and I need some booze. (laughs) Oh, no. So he's really... He's really going hard. And what did she get for him, Kate? Like a giant bottle of vodka or something? It was glass. It looked like wine. She's going to oh, go no, to jail. She's, she's going to end up in jail. It looked like she joined a wine club. She's <laughs> going to be giving birth to that child behind bars. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. But this is where both Maya and I thought that looked inappropriate for teenage drinking at school camp. Surely a goon bag would be far easier to fit into your backpack. Yeah. You could tuck that into like a neck pillow or something. Mm, yeah, you can smuggle that in. Wrap a bit of wrap a t-shirt around that. And no one would know. <laughs> and that's where we are, spiraling out of control. Has she been out of control before? Yes, all the time. Okay, right. She's she is. We call her the saddest bitch in Aaron's bar. Typically, she's the second saddest bitch, Kate. Oh, so I, pardon me. <laughs> you're correct. I stand to say. But she she's look. It's a, it's a closely fought race. Touch that and one. go. Well, Toadie's pretty sad. He's literally sad. He's though. so sad. Yeah. I he cries a lot on neighbours, doesn't he? Well, his wife did just die. Yeah. Okay. Even before yeah. then though. Well she was did have ovarian cancer. And before that. He kept um, his oh, old wife. Look, he was yeah, his old wife did die in mysterious circumstances, then came back to life and then she catfished him and then she raped him on the internet and then his now dead wife then dumped him and then it turns out that the first wife didn't come back from the dead, it was somebody else who was just a doppelganger. So he's got a bit on to be oh, sad about. He's got a lot on. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot on his plate. But that was the second bombshell for me Thursday night. It was when Toadie's trying to set up the Sonia Rebecca Foundation. Which, oh, oh that was so painful to watch. Mm, There's so bothered. much exposition that he had to get out he, with that with that the foundation. How you do the administration <laughs> yeah. for a non-for-profit. Hey, guys. Toadie doesn't have that much work on. He could just use his very own Rebecca Law office to run the foundation. Yeah. Right? There's already like, an empty desk in it because he doesn't have an assistant. 
standing desk. That yeah. could be the foundation. Or oh, he could run it from home. Oh, it's a bit crowded at home. Nursery's right. open. <laughs> Sonia's nursery. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. Um, and poor old Samira, unseen Samira from the cafe, desperately trying to sell her office supp- supplies so that Dippy and Shane fleeced her for like no money. She's like, I took all this office furniture from this poor woman at the cafe who had to sell it in a hurry. It What's- did look like it was straight out of the um, Erinsborough News <laughs> newspaper office. It was a bit pokey. However, in the middle of all of that, he gets a phone call. The, the, the line actually, where they, that he comes into his house and the, the Rebecca's asking him how he is and he goes, oh, I just dropped the kids off at daycare and then just went and picked up Sonia. And then you see the box of ashes. I know. Uh, yeah, I just uh, dropped Nell at before school care and then Hugo at daycare and um, uh, went and picked up Sonia. I was stunned. I knew what that – well, the box, it kind of – it confused me because the ad prior – to this scene was the MasterChef mystery box challenge <laughs> and it was a box that looked so similar oh to God. the box that like was her. that was holding Sonia's ashes and I was like, well, that would be funny on Sunday. It looked like some Master- sort of thermal container that you'd store soup it in. It did. It was plastic. It did. And didn't the voiceover in the MasterChef ad said, the most dramatic mystery yes. box challenge what's, yet. What's in the box? <laughs> when Toadie brought the box out, I was like, well, we're going to have to make a meal with Sonia's ashes. I mean, you could ice some shortbreads Just with chuck that. some lentils in. <laughs> he did need to put some seeds, you know, when he, so then he scattered the ashes around the, the friendship tree that Kate you, has you, issues you with. You need sea salt or something to then, before you put the dirt oh. on, you can't just do that. And it'll be dug up. A dog could dig that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, that's, that's what I said on Twitter. I said, dig deeper, Toadie. The next crapping cat that comes along yeah. is going to unearth it's it. going to unearth it, yeah. And it's very irresponsible. I had to look up cremations and ashes for a show I work on. Um, <laughs> we had a cremation expert on the show and I had to research it. And it is, you can actually scatter ashes pretty much anywhere. However... There are some councils and public places that you do have to do a bit of research to check if it's okay. Most of them should be, but on what, this if, w- what if you've done it and it's not okay? <laughs> then they get the, the, the council Dyson around again, and <laughs> <laughs> you get it back with a bit of like soil too. But then one ca- one website I read said it's not advisable to do it in a public place because that area might be developed in the future, and then you can't visit your loved one anymore. So they oh, that's a good point. But, oh, sad news, uh, this week we actually did get the ashes back for my cash. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty sad. It was tiny too. So it wasn't, oh, was, was no brother. Sonia thermal oh. there container. Was a, there was a lot of Sonia, i got to say. That was a lot of Sonia. Well, I was looking, I was going, well, my cat didn't weigh much and Sonia probably weighed, oh, yeah. I don't know, 10 times as much as her. So then the box would be bigger. So Beautiful Yashvi though. Oh, my God, that moment when beautiful Yashvi said, why don't you save some of the ashes for little Nell? For little, Thank yeah. you, voice of reason. That was, a, that was very sweet. Just wait a day. Get your head around it, Toadie. I know he doesn't have to do it straight away. Why do you have to do it straight away? Everything in your life will be going along smoothly. And then something happens out of the blue. Unfair dismissal. You attempt a homicide. Or you didn't shake hands when you agreed to co-own that second-hand car. And you have to get your affairs in order. But you never did legal studies. So now you need a good lawyer. But you can't really afford one. So you consider someone nearby you can trust. Well, someone nearby. Jared Rebecca Lawyers. No win, no charge. But if you could pay me anyway, that'd be sweet. I might have to go on the dole soon. Kate just did the most Kate thing. I googled lifespan of a Callistamon. Because <laughs> long-term listeners of our show will know how much I hate 
calistamins, which is what the special tree they planted is, aka a bottle brush. Oh, it is a bottle brush. It yeah. looks like a bottle brush. Is that not a particularly scabby also, tree to have as a... It is. A, yeah. Thing I mean, you put it under an oak tree or something that's yes. going to last for 200 years. Yeah. Do you know what I only found out the other day? Well, not the other day, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I didn't realise that trees died of old age. I just thought they were there forever. Trees were there forever. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that weird? That I just never... Yeah. I never thought about it. I just thought that trees died if they had a disease and if they didn't, they just lived forever. See, that's why a lot of the um, oak trees that they, like councils have like a, well, a lot of trees actually, they have a process of like planting new ones in when they know that the trees have say only got 20 years left in them. So then when they actually do die and they have to cut them down, they've got some trees which are kind of teenagers or whatever. Right. Look, there's going to be a fire that rips through that complex any week now. We're due for another fire, so that's that tree. That tree's not going to last, and then Toadie will be sad again. But a bottle brush, yeah, it's a shit tree. That's isn't it? a it's shit tree. It was like, it's a Brunswick Street tree. Oh, that's why it it's is. shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. provides See? no shade. Just a heap of mess. Just, just yeah. cruddy little leaves everywhere. Yeah, I mean, the, the bottle brushes themselves are pretty when they're out, but still, then you don't look at it and go, "Oh, that's a here. botanical wonder." Do you? No. I, I'm plant ranting again, right? Give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. It's bloody Kate's plant rant. I wasn't but was prepared it in his for backyard? It. Or was no, it in... no, it's in a park. Oh, it's in a park, yeah. But it's, and it's... they also advise not to pl- scatter ashes in the backyard because you might sell your property. Oh, of course. Yeah. And that's what you were saying before. They shouldn't do it in public places. If you want to visit them, your come. loved ones. Um, I mean, I guess you can't visit them at sea either. But well, That's why you've got to think about these things. Consult other family members. But if you, if you scatter them somewhere where there's a nice view that you can sit there and, and kind of contemplate them at that point, I think that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Like if yeah. it went into that part of the ocean and I'm mm. on the to- top yeah. of the hill looking out yeah. into the ocean, I know that you my can... wife or husband mm. is – or my loved one, whoever yeah. that is. just sailing. Is, yeah. Yeah. Poor old Toadie sitting there jamming out to a bit of Amazing Grace, scattering his wife. Um, oh, that Amazing Grace. That was one of the characters saying that. Do Neighbours stars then now go on and have singing careers like they used to? Oh, well, or actually, what happens now is that they have singing careers, then they go on to Neighbours, and then they reboot their singing careers yeah. on Neighbours. So Bonnie Anderson, who plays <gasps> B, was a Sneaky. first winner of AGT. Yeah, Australia's so. Got Talent. Okay, and she was twelve. Wow. And yeah. her voice is as huge as it is now when she was twelve. It was quite amazing. And did she sing Amazing Grace? No. Yes, that, oh, was, that her. was her. About, I'm, I'm glad so they it's a cross promotion. promotion and she's just released a single. And they've... and I'm glad they didn't shoehorn the no, 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 no. There's a In song. That... It's, it's a lovely song, but they've tried to make it that she's written it about Evil Millsy. But Evil Millsy is a musical theatre guy who's a very lovable and you, person you can, in real life. You can see him jamming on Instagram together <laughs> as well. Yeah. He, they're all, they've all got musical talents. But what's your opinion then? And we're not going to get into amnesiac terrorist Millsy because he got a big go last episode. But Em, what was your observation of his shenanigans? Well, I'm not sure what he's done, why he's so evil. Oh, he's but, um, do you, do you, but do you but, love him already because he's Millsy? He's just been given – he just – oh, yeah. I, um, can't, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but I, I don't know what's going on with his arm. He's got a bandage around his arm. Oh, he just keeps falling over and hurting himself. Really? There's something more going on, isn't there? What is it? No, I don't no. know. Like, he, well, he, he used to have a brain tumour, but I, I think they got rid of all that. He, he literally keeps falling over because Susan pushed him off a cliff. Oh, he was in a coma oh, okay. for ages, so he probably had muscle wastage. Oh, oh no, he was hit by a car. That's why. He's, got, he's all bandaged. He's, yeah. Actually, he's been can't in the wars. I can't keep up. Well, I just thought with the check. I wanted to leave an anonymous donation for Toadie's foundation. Then why didn't you just give it to him instead? He never accepted. 
It was a bank check for $50,000. I couldn't just slide it under the door. I had to leave it someplace safe. You know, you said, oh, because mum gave me quite a lot of money. Well, then why are you giving it away? And she, he, she, she gave yeah. him the money to get his life back on track. To live and to pay rent to the Kennedys. Yeah. <laughs> so why is he then giving it away? I just feel like he's not going to survive his time at the Kennedys. I feel like it's the Caesar's pulling the long, haul, long con and will, like, slowly poison him. Oh. Oh, I don't look. That, that's wishful thinking because Susie oh. is just a known misogynist, and She's there's no way she punished a man. She hasn't aged, and that house is a lot nicer. They've got yes, um, yeah, they've like got Bruce. The, yeah, Magda Sibanski gave it a bit of hookah. Yeah, the um, louver windows are not the louver. What are they called? The uh, shutters. The shutters. Plantation. Yeah. Plantations shutters. Yeah. Okay. Here's the point where I think we need to award citizen or citizen of the week. Also, I got a little shout out to. There's one moment where Mark Brennan comes out of the bathroom and just goes i think it's sandwich time and that actually sounds that was that yeah that stood out for me too that was who's a who says that b it was a little bit cute i just because i was like was he shirtless of course yeah because he no he had a white t-shirt on. oh what hang on that this is out of character yeah he was in civvies i just thought but let's bring back some classic sandwich time why not it's sandwich time would you like me (laughs) (laughs) it tickled me but also it's weird when he's getting ready for work or whatever, like we're not on his schedule. He just assumed that everyone in the room, like Susan and Ellie were. Yeah, <laughs> it was sandwich time. He just needed a reason to get to the fridge. Yeah. That's what that was about. So oh, that's could, right. And that's when so he So that was... he could see the ultrasound again. Oh my God, if I announced my intentions every time I opened my fridge, <laughs> there would never be silence in this house. I don't know why. Like... If you're a parent, if you've got a – you're so excited about your, this pregnancy, of course you're allowed to stare at the picture for as long as you goddamn like. Like, didn't Ellie, like, go, stop looking at it? Yeah, you know, like, that's – you're a fucking weirdo because you're Why allowed you to stop, look at him. Stop looking at it because oh, – It was a stupid reason. Oh, because um, you, you'll be able to see the gender. Oh, yeah. We don't want to know if it's a girl or a boy. <laughs> if you keep... Let's, I'll get my potato shots of my little potatoes out here. And <laughs> yeah. Is this the girl or the boy? No idea. You can't yeah, exactly. tell. There's cannot you tell. Cannot see the genitals at no. all. Yeah, there we go. Bang. Mark can't tell that it's his previous child. He's not going to be able to identify anything else. He is fast becoming contender to be one of the saddest bitches in Erinsborough. I actually... Okay, let, we should do a definitive ranking, Kate, and put it on the socials. Can I have the final word on this? Yeah. Because I feel like it's my thing. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want it to go to a vote. Yeah, but I think you should yeah, decide yeah. the rankings. I think... Well, it's definitely, obviously, Amy, then Ellie. And then, see... Don't you want Gazcan up there? I'm gunning for him to get in the top three. Oh, look, well, there's Gazcan, there's Dr. Nacker. I'm going to leave it there's with you. You don't have to decide now. Mark fucking Brennan. Yeah, yeah there's Dean. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, he's, be he's got some the, personal you have power. To be an adult. You've got to be one of the main players. You have to be pathetic. And Dean's not pathetic. He's, he's, he's oh, in yeah. charge, really. You've got to be in the opening credits to be on the saddest bitch in Erinsborough. They're ranking. not all on the opening credits. No. Oh, that's interesting. Dean just I joined this week. But, oh, he just joined. But Millsy's got his own scene by himself yeah, in the credits. Because he can easily whip that out if he goes bad again. When you're in on your own. Yeah, he's okay. just kind of seeing him. What about Foxy? Roxy? She would She's be in. in. She's in. She's in, but she's not a sad bitch. She's in charge. As well. Although, just I'm going to talk about Roxy Moore in the next Naybite on Ro- Patreon. Roxy, Roxy Moron. Roxy Moron. Also, yes. what's with yes. Colette Mann's character letting her light the bar? 
And who and well, she, number one, she didn't let her, but number two, she didn't really stop her either. The no, bar is really glass as well. I'm, I'm not she, concerned about glass burning. And she's turned it into a nightclub before midday. And how she, likely is that? She had people drinking spirits and having a good time before midday, and shut like Sheila's cracking it. This is paying customers. Money this talks. is the best morning the the waterhole's ever had. My biggest bugbear was she goes, I'm gonna serve you all a flaming Roxy, sets the bar on fire. What are they drinking? The whole what's, point no, of the, yeah, what is what's that? What's the flaming? What's, Zambuca. But like, no, she didn't put it into glasses for them to drink. Surely they, the point, they're licking the bar. They're going to lick the bar. Mm. Lick the bar like Mark It's not a contiki to her. Mm. It tastes, tastes like coins. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sheila could see that coming. Why didn't she pick up a beer towel and rub it down the... I know. The, and like, then she said, I, I don't want to call the fire brigade again. And Puffy's fired and because then I, he so just I stood there was. like a lump. Calling the fire brigade, and she was calling Therese. Emma, a Mologlu, Mologlu. Rebecca, All right. Mologlu. let's do citizen or citizen. I'm going to leave the ranking, definitive ranking, with you, Kate, and you can emerge with the list finalised. Okay. I still feel like we've only got the OG2, and then we're going to have some oh, highly like, commended. It's movable. It's like mm. the AFL ladder. Mm. It's not locked in. It's not locked in till round 22. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you can for the year. And it's anyone's game at the moment. We can do a ladder and, you, you know. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe, I mean, do we need to add sad speech to citizen or citizen? Oh, all right. Okay, yep. Oh, this is uh, this is like with your, your buddy watch. This yeah. is where you, you... We did the playing for keeps ladder. Look, Get if, on top of the list. If people want to offer me, it, like, arguments about why certain characters should be sad as bitches, I'm, I'm very <laughs> open to listening. I may not implement yeah. it, but yeah. It is an even playing field. Blokes... All comers, dogs, anyone. Now, citizen or citizen of the week, Kate? I'd like to send off a citizen to Dr. Dietrich for being so understanding of Ellie's dumpster fire paternity situation. Emily, do you have one yet or are you still thinking? Oh, citizen is the policeman. (laughs) He really annoyed me. Yeah. Yeah. He's not picking up the clues. Is this why he's a constable, not a detective? Yeah, yeah. And I don't like what he adds to the helpless dad narrative. Like there's so many problems that are caused mm. in this world by blokes being allowed to bumble around not understanding. Exactly. Oh, when's the appointment? Yeah. Oh, where's oh, the fridge? When, oh, it's sandwich time. I thought it was really <laughs> controlling behaviour for him to organise the obstetrician's appointment. Yes. If, if my husband had done that, I'd be like, what? I mean, and he's not a controlling person. He's well well within his rights to say you need to organise this appointment. Yeah, but you're not going. Yeah. You're not picking up the phone and making it on no, her behalf. It's weird. It's weird all. and controlling. He was, yeah, he was too in her too in mm. her face. No wonder she's stressed. Calm down about the special thing. Sidebar: I just want to point out that at the moment Ned Willis, who used to be one of my favourite characters, is now just a hat stand. It's he's not necessary to a room, but if he's there, you'll hang your coat on him. <laughs> he's just not doing a single thing at the moment. What's he actually work as? <sighs> Somehow he's back concierging. Which one is he again? He's very attractive. He was with B in the Kennedy house. Um, when she was giving greasies to yeah, Mills. Like, oh, let's get back together. We're, we're kissing. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And he had to go off. He had to go. Someone had a coat and he had to go hold it for them. Yeah. And he, he was also. And they were a... kissing and he was like, oh, I want to love to. I'll give you one more. And then he had, had to go out the door. So he's almost a citizen just for not doing anything interesting, but yeah, he doesn't he's not deserve doing anything. He doesn't deserve even that. So I'm going to say it's just got to be shit, isn't it, to dumpster fire Ellie just because oh, it's, because yeah. you're annoying me because I can't fit everything into one podcast and I was going to take this week off and I couldn't because <laughs> I couldn't turn a blind eye to her shenan- shenanos 
our little Pinocchio. She just wants to be a real girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I I cannot wait for all this to come out because no one could ever forgive her for this behaviour. No, and she knows it. Okay, now in terms of like weird situations that Neighbours has got us into. So at the moment we've got Ellie's um, faux paternity and we've also got Millsy living in his victim's slash attacker's house and then we've got the whole Toadie fake D situation, which is the weirdest Uh. unravelling. Oh, then we have bloody who boiled roast ham. Because I actually don't mind – I mean, the alley thing's gone off the rails, but at least its its foundations are in relationship drama. So I like it in that sense. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like this is just another one of those stories where you try to explain it to a non-neighbours yeah. viewer and you're just like, oh, and then this happened and that happened and oh, and that person did this. And you're just like, this, I, I, my interest in telling this story is actually just dropping mm. off every sentence yeah. I have to add to this. And coming in as a newcomer, was it? How was it consuming all of this? Blind? Well, I, I was very confused at the start. I was like, "Well, who is the fa- who is the biological father of the child?" And then the fact that she is using a, a previous like a, a pregnancy that mm-hmm. ended. Like, it's just the her moral compass is. Well, she she doesn't have one. She no. needs to get a diagnosis. Di- David Tanaka is now going to be specialising in psychiatric. Disorders. Yeah, he's. I reckon he diagnoses mm. her. How good would that be? Her, yeah, oh, her, would she be borderline personality? She'd have. She's got a personality oh, disorder. Girl interrupted. Yeah, I want mm. a girl interrupted out with yeah, Ellie. I don't, I don't know how she's going to get out of it. I don't know how she's going to get out of it. And Actually, I don't I think. Well, I don't know. I didn't. I don't know their history, so I don't know if he's likely to stick around or not. Neighbours council um, participants. I think we need to yeah, diagnose Ellie. <laughs> yes. She might go all the way through, right through to the pregnancy, and he might. You know, I just, just want him to have the baby. I want him to go. I don't give a shit whose kid is No, and there. men I'm, do that. I'm adopting this. And that's excellent. I know someone that's that's happened to. But I don't it's want her, I don't want Ellie in the picture. I want him to go, you Oh, you want you've him screwed to- me over. I'm showing you the door, but I would like this child. Thank you. You know what you're talking about? Which situation? You're talking about fake D dumping baby Hugo onto oh. Toadie. I think we've seen this one mm. acted out right oh, recently. What old is new? What's old is new again? But what? Okay, what gets me a little bit is I see on the socials sometimes some of the neighbours' creatives get up in arms. So there was a new soap recently that debuted on the ABC, The Heights. Oh yeah, my friend's in that. Yeah, Rose Hammond. Oh, our friend is yeah. in that. Yeah, and it's a great show, and it's been getting good reviews, and people are saying, "Oh, soap's good again." And yeah, and all the neighbours' creatives are up in arms, like. We do good things over here in Ramsey Street, and we did. We got a gay marriage, and we got into like good stuff. I'm like, yes, you do good things, but nine times out of ten, everything is cuckoo bananas. Yeah, to, it's, uh, th- well, that's actually so good point because that is what I thought when I was watching it. I thought, wow, this is not. It's not the everyday problems that, that it used, used to be. be. It's it's, it's out, not. It's got out of hand. It's not Joe Mangle washing his hair with beer on his wedding day because. The, the, <laughs> Because the water got cut off. <laughs> Although Charlene did have affairs, I think, didn't she? But affairs is fine. Affairs, 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 affairs happen. Bread and butter. Affairs. But yeah. it was she was so young. It wasn't like an actual. But they did push <laughs> boundaries even back then. Like she was a mechanic then, and that was unheard of for a female mechanic yeah. on screen. Like that, yeah. And so, sing, singing oh, bee, singing bee, yes, Sing, singing bee, yes. <laughs> With um, Millsy hosted the singing bee, didn't he? The Australian version. Yes, he did. Oh. I love that show. It's come full circle. It's a good time. Any, yeah, so I get a bit, I'm like, guys, you're doing great work, but it's very hard to see it, focus on it a lot of the time because everyone is so lost their heads. Mm. 
Completely lost their heads. And thanks for getting down the rabbit hole. Thanks for having me. So do you reassess yourself now and realise that you've actually your life's actually sunshine and roses? Yeah, I ju- yeah, I would never I mean I do tell a few white lies to get out of some sticky situations, but I would never I would rein that in. I would go, Okay, enough's enough. Let's 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 go talk to your mother about your blackmail. Yeah. So big couple of weeks. Um, next time we podcast, we'll be in Sydney for the Australian oh, Podcast Awards. That's exciting. Look out. We're going to do a crossover up with one of our category mates. And all of us are going. Yes, Kate, CJ. We're going to meet up with Carla from across the aisle, do some chats and record them. I'm going to do a neighbourite to talk about Roxy next week on patreon.com slash neighbourspod. Please get us up into the 40s for patrons if we can. Makes me happy. And check out indiepodfest.com and nightterrace.com for that stuff I mentioned earlier. Fun stuff. And Emily, do you have social media presences? Do I? I have Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, can you say what they are? Oh, <laughs> I'm so bad when it comes to just go this to Instagram. Stuff. What did you want so to show? I did, a play, I did a play with Tom Ballard, and he gave me so much flack for being really terrible on social media. He wanted to know my social media. Do you call but them hand? Because I said. He said something about me being on tw- Twitter and he said, you, you're not very active on Twitter. And I said, I know I don't do anything on my Twitter page. And he said, it's not a Twitter page, it's a Twitter feed. But here's the thing, it's not so much, you can make of it whatever you want, yeah. but it's more if we if there's a listener who enjoyed your, oh. your tales and they want to go, hey Em, great work on the pod. Well, it's just Emily Tahini, at Emily Tahini on and Instagram. And it's T-A-H-E-N-Y. Thank you. I have to say that every time I say my name to... And I am on Twitter, but I'm not very – I don't know what yeah, my so, handle so is. So we'll just funnel it into Instagram. Instababe. Yeah. I'm on Instagram as well, Vase, V-A-Y-S. I stalk people on Instagram. Well, that's what it's there for. Yeah, again, yeah. It's, you, it's your turf. You make then, of it what you will. Then for me, my baby grabs the phone and likes the pictures. And oh, <laughs> oh, no. Then things get, get awkward. T- yeah. <laughs> All sorts of trouble. Um, Kate is on Twitter. I'm at Remude. R-E-M-U-E-D. And the show is as well, Neighbours Pod. It's usually me tweeting from that account. And we are neighbourspod.com. And join the Neighbours Council. And we'll chat to you guys from Sydney. Bye. Bye. Baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby.